This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant and help you with other things such as OSHA compliance, which I'm going to do today. This is the week of Christmas, too. Merry Christmas to everybody, everyone that celebrates. Happy holidays to those that do not celebrate Christmas, but it's holiday time, which is the end of December to celebrate the holiday year. I'm a Christmas guy myself, so I'm going to be celebrating Christmas. But just wanted to tell everybody happy holidays. Well, in this episode, we're actually going to do an OSHA compliance one. Typically, I don't do anything really heavy in the Christmas week because, you know, obviously everyone's going to be doing their thing, trying to be with family and everything else. But uh, OSHA, well, not OSHA, actually, the Fifth Circuit Court dropped the bomb on us. (laughs) So that means I got to make sure you guys know about it. So what we're going to do is going to go over and I'm going to read to you uh, what I have from breaking news with OSHA and then kind of discuss it briefly. There's still so much to do and so much to know. I can't really dig into it too much. But I am going to go ahead and get you guys going with this episode. So, you know, some of the problems that we've been having recently with trying to figure out, do we comply? Do we not comply with the OSHA mandatory uh, standard for vaccination? And this is for people who have a hundred or more employees. That's a lot of people, right? A lot of employers that have that much. So this regulation, what it's going to do or this emergency temporary standard, it is going to require that uh, businesses will have to vaccinate or test employees, Um, encourage vaccination, let's say it that way. And for those that cannot prove that they have been vaccinated, then they are going to have to do weekly tests for COVID-19. It's been a lot of backlash on this one. Uh, a lot of back and forth They went to the fifth circuit court and it was a divided panel two to one and they lifted the stay which was in place with the sixth circuit court <laughs> and uh, uh well truly it's just like um back and forth right we don't know what to do here So what we're going to end up doing is right now, OSHA is, and uh, I'm going to read to you, uh, this is coming from OSHA themselves, and this is a statement from the U.S. Department of Labor on the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals dissolving the stay of OSHA's emergency temporary standard on vaccination and testing. So dissolving the stay, the stay means that OSHA can't enforce anything while this day was happening through the court, meaning the court's reviewing stuff, OSHA, back off. <laughs> That's really what the state means, right? So it turns out that what we're getting right now, and this is the statement, OSHA is gratified 
the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit dissolved the Fifth Circuit stay on the vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard. OSHA can now once again implement its implement this vital workplace health standard, which will protect the health of workers by mitigating and the spread of the unprecedented virus in the workplace. To account for any uncertainty created by the stay, OSHA is in OSHA is exercising enforcement discretion with respect to the compliance dates of the emergency temporary standard to provide employers with sufficient time to come to come into compliance OSHA will not issue citations for non-compliance with any requirements of the emergency temporary standard before January 10th and will not issue citations for non-compliance with the standards testing requirements before February 9th so as long as an employer is exercising reasonable, good faith efforts to come into compliance with the standard, OSHA will work closely with the regulated community to provide compliance assistance. So that is the statement. The statement is dated December 18th, 2021. So and the time of this recording is December 18th, 2021. So it's really, it is hot off the press. And I want to make sure I got this in podcast form before uh, it went too long. I'm going to be releasing this podcast on Monday, but uh, I am going to post it on my LinkedIn and a few other places, just not this podcast, but just uh, my reaction, if you would. So if you have not followed me on LinkedIn, please do. So go to linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Sheldon Primus, and you can find me there. Uh, Go ahead and send me a connection request, and you can see uh, my live streams and everything else there. If you have not subscribed to the podcast and please wherever you listen to me right now if you're not driving that's our our standing rule right if you're driving then that's what you're doing you're driving and listening you're not pushing buttons but if you're not driving then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast if you are then when you get home or get to your location and if you're still listening might as well go ahead and hit that subscribe right there get it hit that button Mm -mm -mm. hit (laughs) so this is a big one, though. Really, what we're going to do, uh, what I am going to do, i got to understand this a lot more. Uh, so the, the heart of the standard is this. Uh, from the findings of the CDC and uh, the World Health Organization, everything, the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes the disease, COVID-19, is highly transmissible as an airborne disease. Even with those who say that they have natural immunity, that may be natural immunity from one strain of the virus. However, they can still spread it to others. So in this case, OSHA is saying the workplace can be the vector, the spot where this could spread. So OSHA has a jurisdiction 
employer employee. And once that jurisdiction is met, employer employee, then OSHA has to look for hazards that are going to expose employees to a disease in this case or injury, but in this case, it's a disease. So for OSHA to get employers who are not in good faith, who are operating good faith and good faith to OSHA in this case is requiring social distancing. Good faith would be wearing masks. Good faith will be when you are, uh, when you can have workers work at home and just to avoid having everybody in the office congregating and uh, spreading an airborne disease, then you do those things. They're also saying if uh, someone for whatever reasons need to be exempt from doing a vaccine, then at that point, okay, you could be exempt from it, but you need to test weekly. There's a couple of provisions in there with, uh, with uh, the vaccine. If you were to get sick from getting the vaccine, it's not going to affect the OSHA 300 logs. There's some provisions in there, an exception for that, because if a person misses a day away from work due to uh, a workplace thing, and at this point is a mandated vaccine, then that would be considered an actual OSHA recordable. But OSHA has waived that, so they've even thought about that part. So there's a few other things in the mandate that I'm, I'm just not there yet. I got to figure out a few things. So I've been looking over the fact sheet. I've also been looking over uh, the summary and I've read the uh, preamble for this as well. And the preamble is just like, wow, <laughs> there's a lot in there. If you're not familiar with a preamble is a preamble is uh, it's basically just like a roadmap to how a, a law happens. And you'll see all the comments and a few other things, the reasoning, the scientific side behind it. That's all going into preambles. So I don't have all that. And I'm going to just, just straight up tell you, uh, it's been a while since I read that because since everything was in a stay, I was like, okay, I got some time, <laughs> but, uh, that is truly, uh, we don't have as much time as I thought. So I'm going to get on this, I promise you. And then in a future OSHA compliance help episode, I'm going to do that. I would tell you, you really have to go to OSHA.gov and on the homepage, you're going to see right there all of the resources and information from their end regarding the temporary standard. And then knowing that they are going to help with compliance assistance and they're not going to do anything that is going to uh, be mandated as of yet for the first emergency temporary standard release. That's good they're helping you get to compliance side, right? The key things though to know is truly that OSHA is going to try to mitigate a workplace hazard, especially when you have a cluster of people that are getting sick and they're working together. Assembly line work is something, two people, three people driving in the same truck going from one location to the next. Those are all different areas where you're going to see 
that the risk goes higher for contracting this disease. Those are the things I was just trying to mandate with this. It's going to be tricky. I know. And I've got some friends who have already got a hold of me and says, um, uh, how can OSHA do this? <laughs> and yes, uh, they've had that all in the preamble. So you guys really need to look at that thing just so you can get a hold of it. And then you can find it on OSHA on the page that's telling you all about the emergency temporary standard. They got a link to the preamble there as well. But it's still going to be a fight in court. No, it's going to end up going into uh, Judge Kavanaugh's uh, for the Supreme Court. Uh, he's going to actually end up getting that on his desk. <laughs> so there will be some, uh, some other wording on this, if you will. So the Supreme Court of the U.S. are going to have to debate the fate of this emergency temporary standard. So it's not over yet. But act as if you need to comply. Okay, that's the big takeaway from this one. Act as if you need to comply. So, in saying that, I am going to sign off for the holiday. I hope you are going to enjoy your Christmas holiday. Any of you that are uh, in the U.S., and you really got cool Christmas decision um, areas, go ahead and uh, send me a, a little quick link. I'm going to be in the Utah area. If you're in the Utah area, I should probably say specifically in the U.S. around Christmas time, then go ahead and uh, send me a little message. Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. Tell me some places I need to go and need to visit. That'd be awesome. If you have not yet joined the Safety Consultant TV, then go ahead and join that. Go to safetyconsultant.tv on your computer, and uh, it's best to register on your computer. So you're going to go to safetyconsultant.tv. You're going to use the code SC101, and that's going to give you a free month so you could check out all the videos that I have, the past OSHA compliance help live streams that you may have missed. You can see some of those. You could see how you could start your own business as a safety consultant. You could see some things about mindfulness and making sure that you got your mind right, ready for your personal business. You're also going to get templates because on the website, you're actually able to download templates that I have for you for your, for your business. And I show you how to do written programs and everything else. So it's not just a place for you to view all this stuff. And by viewing, I mean, you could, once you sign up online, uh, then you could let your TV remote take over from there, where you could watch it on Roku, watch it on your Amazon Fire Stick, watch it on Apple, watch it on Apple TV, on your devices. That's when the real fun happens, where you could take it mobily and you don't have to sign in ever again if you don't want to, except to download the templates. That's fine too, because I'm gonna have things updated for you. So go to safetyconsultant.tv, sign up today, use that code SC101. Merry Christmas to everyone. And I'll talk to you before the New Year's, but Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Go get them.
This episode has been powered by Safety FM. Views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.